0: what's up everybody welcome to divi chat episode 245 we are super excited to be here i for one am especially excited because i haven't been here in a while i was Yay! in europe <laughs> and i saw i got to meet my pal mike devitt live and in person along with some other uh friends from the wordpress space from the focus on your biz group it was mike it was awesome wasn't it
1: it was great it was, it was really super good. fun
0: i um we are today we're going to talk about standard operating procedures and you know we're going to have a little not we're going to get a little naughty by nature we're down with sop yeah you know me right so buckle up here we go we're going to go around in a circle everybody because steph's back in town sarah oates kick off the introductions for us
2: hey guys sarah oates here from endure web studios you can catch me at endure.com.au endure web on the socials I don't know where else i'm a little on the tired side side. don't you worry give me five minutes and i'll ramp right up (laughs) let that coffee kick in you'll be
1: good
0: that's
1: right uh hi everyone i'm mike Devitt, uh broadcasting from harriet near maidstone in the heart of kent in the uk Uh, i've run a web design and web uh, design maintenance business called web design pro and i'm also co-owner of allegiant web services where we also offer bespoke web solutions so as many of you uh, watchers and listeners know, we've been away on our holly bobs over the last few weeks and some of us went to Scotland, Stephanie, and some of us went to Spain. Well, at Web Design Pro, we won't make you walk 500 miles to proclaim your need for a website. We'll always promise you a miracle and you will cry Viva España when your website goes live. And you can find me at Web Design Pro 48 on Twitter and on Facebook and LinkedIn and also at legionweb.com. And I'm coming to you tonight with some extra swag from WordCamp EU. A very nice lady called Stephanie gave me these glasses. Can't see anything out of them at all. <laughs> and I've also Mike. got my my Divi chat sticker. You can get a Divi chat Mike sticker. Mike was
0: Mike is a panelist on the show, and he was Ooh. so excited to get a Divi <laughs> Chat sticker. I'm like, you sticker? know, you can order them, right? Like I you can, can get just get order them.
2: them. We have an account. I got one. <laughs>
1: it was and then I got. And then I got a beer mat from from Andrew Palmer, who's a friend of the show. Here we go. Nah. Uh,
0: otherwise known as a coaster. A,
1: and it's a Bertha beer mat. Here we go. Uh-huh. Extra mm-hmm. bit of plug in there for for Bertha. Nice.
0: nice. Here we go.
3: Great. Hey everybody. How was um, it, my name is.
0: Always a challenge following Mike Eric. I don't. know <laughs> I know. And I just looked
3: around. I have nothing. So I have nothing to show. I have
2: uh, literally I have everything. It's for IKEA. Oh. <laughs>
3: Literally, my, uh, everything you own
0: is in, is in a van, right?
3: It is very soon <laughs> to be. Um, I let my kids order my uh, tech pouch for our new uh, travel, Ooh. and this is what they got me. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! At least
2: you won't lose it. I, I won't. love
3: it. I got some funny <laughs> kids there. So uh, everybody, my name is Eric and you can find me at Divi Agency Coach as well as intransitstudios.com. Um, I am, for the very last time, broadcasting from Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, next week, we begin our digital nomad uh, trek with our next Ooh. stop in Lima, Peru. So, Ooh.
0: Yeah. Oh, exciting. Come and uh i i'm stephanie hudson i'm here <laughs> in charlotte north carolina i almost forgot to introduce myself and i am back in charlotte north carolina i should say uh Yay. i'm a little bit like god bless the usa you know we have things like air conditioning elevators it's great i love it cream <laughs> for the coffee
2: it's funny it's just, how like when you go I was to another country it. you don't realize the things that you actually appreciate about your own mm-hmm. place like any yeah. any time i've been overseas when i come back through customs you hear like the familiar accent like even just yeah. like someone serving you in the same accent that you're speaking can just be like this kind of little bubble of like oh but then there's like weird things like the toilet's the same or the like whatever's the same and it's not that you don't want to be other places but there's something lovely about coming home as well it really
0: is, and it just makes you appreciate your bed and your shower. Like, there's nothing yeah. like your own bed and shower. I did. Uh, I stayed with a few friends through um, through Scotland uh, on my little holly bobs there, and <laughs> and I um, I broke their shower. Like I, it's all, it's all different. It's all different. And I don't understand it. And I, even though I've been to Europe so many times, but like, it's the handle kind that I always just drench everything. Just, oh I have to keep my towels outside the bathroom. I cannot be trusted with that thing. And I just went, I was like, let me just turn this like just at the like a half an inch, just because it was. I'm. I just. I don't know. I felt like everything is small in Europe too. It's all very small, and so I just turned it like this, and it just went snap and just came off in my hand, and the water is just going like. Out of the little <laughs> hose. I'm sure that was not a cute situation. I'm glad there was nobody there to see it because I'm like trying to jam the thing back on. <laughs> <and>, oh, anyway, <laughs> travel, yay! Anyhow, so. <laughs> Today, we are going to talk about standard operating procedures, which we all affectionately refer to as SOPs. And since we don't have our pal Tim here, I was super excited. I thought we were going to have the whole, the whole band back together today for the first time in forever. But Tim has some construction going on at his house. So with that being said, who here would like to define
2: SOPs for the gang?
0: Mikey, I know you, you're uh, I'm oh,
1: happy go, to, uh, go on, Sarah.
2: Um, basically, standing operating procedures is about having standard ways that you achieve the same thing every time. So within your business, if you are building a website, you might have standard procedures about how you approach that. So it's kind of almost like to-do lists um segmented into little sections. And so the idea is that if you have a standard way of doing it, you're more likely to be a little bit faster at it. You're more likely to be more consistent and not miss steps. So a lot of people, if they don't have standard operating procedures, they might have them around going live, for example, on a website, so that you at yeah. least tick off all the things and you don't miss stuff in, in, along the way. And then the final thing that's really good about SOPs is that then if you want to train people, if you've got the SOP down, then you can bring someone in and say, this is how we do it. And they just follow along and you teach them basically how to do all the steps, but then they can just follow the steps every time. And you're going to have a more consistent, more reliable business. Well done.
1: Great you description. Better, Tim, Tim better watch amazing. out. I'll tell you what. I'm <laughs> <Yeah,
2: laughs> coming for you, Tim. Oh, except I'm um, banging the mic. So Sarah
0: mentioned a uh, website launch. It's a perfect one to have an SOP for. Yeah. Um, another way to think of these things, guys, so don't get overwhelmed by them, like they're a checklist. You know, yeah. like, you it's a checklist of things that you do in a certain order. Maybe they have dates and time gaps and things like that. But at their at their simplest, that's what they are. They are a checklist so that you can make yeah. sure that nothing gets skipped. And yep. that everything is done in a consistent manner and repeatable. Yeah. So, and I, how many I,
2: times have you guys like followed your little checklist and suddenly realized if you hadn't have followed your checklist, you were gonna 100% miss some cock things. it up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. And I think that, yeah. I think that with the whole um standard operating procedure, a lot of people start with those <laughs> nice one, Christian. <laughs> uh, a Christian says, with, up, up, um, uh, a lot of people start with what's up, folks. Um, a lot of people start by creating that ad for just the the website go live procedure like like Sarah said but if you get them absolutely honed and and right and you can you you continue to to revisit everything in your business they kind of what you should set up from day one and a lot of people don't set up from day one because they kind of fall into the business a little bit I'll do a website for you and so then they start to create certain things and they buy certain things and they're so engrossed in the creation of the website that actually they're not thinking about well actually i'm starting a a whole business here so if you could do it from day one and you can start to write down repeatable processes then what you've then got a repeatable procedure is something that you can actually give to somebody else and they can follow and then if you want to scale your business that's when your standard operating procedures really come into play. And I'm sure with um, the size of Eric's business, for example, that he would probably think that um, without them,
3: where would your business be, Eric? Yeah. Oh, no, we we definitely have to have them. Um, now, I'm the type of person that I'm very much in the the camp of we're going to build the airplane while we're flying it. Um, yeah. <laughs> And so we don't. Oh no, I'm not getting on your plane. <laughs> we, we don't. I, we we don't really ever start anything with our SOPs done. That's a good point. We really probably should. I'm just not wired that way. I don't know. Um,
2: I think you I, have, you're kind of having to figure it out as you go. You go like yeah, you work it out kind of okay. as you go. Oh, this needs to be in there, and this needs. Yeah. To, oh, we don't really yeah. need to do that until later. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I I think the thing that holds people back is they get an idea that they have to have this, this thorough thing put together and they start thinking about well, how am I going to do it? What system do I put it in and stuff like that? Where instead, it's just, you know, your your SOPs really are never done, they should never be done. Um, And you so we have it set up to where once an SOP is created, and somebody's using it, they're then empowered anytime something changes that they update it. Um, because these are living processes that change. You know, you used to log in and you know, you used to log in and do click one place on on one place and in Lipsin to you know, post a podcast for example for a client, but now Lipson you know, I think we're on Lipson five or four or five came out and it's a completely different workflow. Um, so yeah so you just you gotta i think so i think people get scared or held back from getting started on building these because they think they have to be done completely um and that once it's done it's done you can never deviate from it um but i just can't don't think of it like that
0: yeah i I also think sometimes when you're starting out you just don't know like depending you know you stepped into a business you bought a business that's a little bit of a different situation, because you've got some experience under your belt, some knowledge, probably some stuff that was brought forward from Josh when he was there about how things worked. And um, but you know, if once so if you are when you're starting out, you kind of learn the the most difficult part for me was uh, in starting to transition into this sort of documented world, it it came of necessity because I wanted to delegate. And how do you like how do you delegate when everything is in your head and when you start to get to that point where you you've, and maybe you guys have felt this listening out there maybe not i don't know but when you feel like you can hold all of it in your head and then all of a sudden you're like if I have one more email thing, email that, it like <laughs> hits me, like it's all gonna crumble. You know, like I can't yeah. keep any more of this. I can't remember all the details about a client. I can't remember what I'm supposed to do next. And you know, it was just like, I got to that point where my, it was like my brain was full and I was like, this is gonna end badly cause I'm gonna start making mistakes. And so I had to really transition and I had a colleague who kind of helped me. She's like, okay, let's just map it. You know, so you can use, um, like let's maybe talk a little bit about methods you can use some people like Mm. a flow diagram um like a you know like with little all the little symbols like if if this then that and loop here and feedback loops and all this kind of stuff uh my brain works a little bit more linearly like i don't love that i get how people do um but she said you know let's just map this out like just say out loud how do you get a project okay so project comes in and then what happens you know and then I would say this and then that and then that and then that and she would go okay so she documented it all and then she would go like okay now review that again and so I would go back through it and be like well unless this happens in which case something else would take place. you know it's like there's all these little caveats and stuff and it it doing that process can help you to identify where there are those things and like it can make you so much more efficient because I'm like I'm making so many little custom decisions along the way that I really don't need to, you know, you can sort of just streamline that down and say like, Nope,
2: it really is just this. And then that, you know, I don't know. Does yeah. that make sense? I feel like I didn't, I didn't use yeah, hundred percent, but I think even if you didn't have a person like that, you could still go through that procedure, like in a smaller little way. So for like a little business, say like my business where it's just me doing all the things you could do it by, even if you don't sit down and like think it through, on your next project just go okay on this project every time I do something I'm just going to write it so I'm going to have a notebook sitting there all the time and every step that I do I'm just going to write it down and then the next project you have the notebook sitting there and you look at it and you go tick 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 oh this one's a little bit different why is this one different and then like like make a note and so you could like progressively do it over like six months or something like on every job just kind of like review the thing so I've kind of got this system going I wouldn't say it's perfect, but in Airtable, I've got like a basic workflow of a website. And so it's kind of got all the big steps, like, you know, the admin of setting them up and um, the design process and the whatever. And so I've got all the different things as their own tasks. And then in each task, it's got like sub tasks. And so that's the way we're doing it. And then I just look at the tasks and I tick off the things. And then if there's something new, I add it to the thing. And so then, you know, you've got in there That's a really simple way of doing it where it's just me but it would allow that potentially we could um someone else awesome
0: awesome tip because that's so um achievable because you don't have to say like okay i'm gonna block out uh, three hours to sit down and write all my steps out (laughs) you know it's hard
2: to think what are my steps like i think for a lot of us who've been doing it for a little while we do the steps without thinking about the steps. So to like think through what are my steps when I go live is really hard. But mm-hmm. if you're making a website live, you naturally go, okay, now I'm gonna go like check the SSL mm-hmm. and now I'm gonna go like check my redirects and now I'm gonna, but you don't, it's harder to- gonna... I'm gonna
0: cry when everything breaks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's harder to like think six. of that without yeah. physic well, I guess for me, I, I guess I think, physically in some way like doing it is how my brain is going oh yeah i do do that thing
3: uh-huh. mm. but the great well, thing
1: another, about sorry yeah go I, I was
3: going to say another way to go about this um if you want to and it it's it sounds more expensive uh than it is it's it's really not um i just put a link in the uh chat there um you can hire there there are people out there online business managers and they're certified and trained. And this is what they do. I mean, this is and they love doing it. I, I don't love doing it. They love doing it. And you can find somebody really cost effectively, that will do like Stephanie's friend did. Um, they they know how to ask you questions. They know what questions to ask, And they you talk them through a process, they go and then they put it all together. And they can it can be in a, a base camp checklist and a sauna checklist a hive, you know, workflow, like whatever, thing you're wanting to put it in and and they know how to do that system and then they come back and they go through it with you and so this is some one of those first things to delegate because like Stephanie said she needed to get these SOPs in place so she could delegate this is actually one of those first things you can delegate to someone I love that yeah.
0: uh I don't see the link Eric where did you put it
3: uh, I put it in you the put it uh, on YouTube? I put it on YouTube
0: Apparently, we haven't made you an admin on the YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> and you send the link to me, and I'll po- put in the private chat here. That's
1: brilliant. It. You so can't be trusted
0: with links, Eric Dingle. Yep. <laughs> oh my so- god, you guys! This is completely off topic, and I just had a brain synapse that Eric was a character in my dream two nights ago, and okay. I just got like weird déjà vu, and okay. we got lost. I got lost in my phone and all my belongings were in the trunk of eric's car and i was trying to find him and that off was to lima like
3: and i'm putting clock. everything in storage. it's in storage no. terrifying
0: <laughs> anyway sorry for that outburst
1: mike okay. please go
0: on about sops
1: yeah well i've broken them down uh for, for yeah. kind of for web design i broke them down into sort of 10 uh kind of top level categories so i kind of started with lead generation then sales, onboarding, content, design, development, testing, launch, warranty period and website maintenance. And then within those, I've got all these sub standard operating procedures out of those as well. And the great thing about this is it, it Rome's not built in a day. And you don't have to do all these things in the day, but if you've got some kind of structure like that, if you're going to start building your SOPs, and uh, I noticed that David said, uh, David Brown said that he started doing it in ClickUp, I've done the same. Um, And so you just create this, that's it, Um, you just create this area, just create your own space, if you like, where you've got your standard operating procedures, Um, and then... When you've got those standard operating procedures, just ask yourself before you start, why am I writing this? Do I, you know, do I need to write this? Why am I, why am I doing it? What's this going to, what's this going to add to my business? Um, You don't have to write everything down that you do because, you know, you'll just want to clear it from your brain. If you're going to write an SOP, why are you doing it? And you'll find that really, really useful if you start with the why. I love that. That's
0: good. Uh, so we've also got a couple nice comments here um trevor smith welcome trevor he's got a lot to say in the chat today uh he says don't let perfect be the enemy of good that's kind of throwing back to where we were with with eric what eric was saying just kind of get it going just start and keep tweaking it and and then you'll find that one day you kind of stop tweaking it you know like until something else changes like an outside influence yeah. changes or something or you offer a new yeah. service or whatever it is but it's a little bit yeah. like your proposals or your um your yeah. contracts and things you know you would always yeah. think something would go wrong and you're like i gotta put that in the that thing so that doesn't happen it, to me again
1: yeah it's something yeah. organic and it just continually changes and and uh with sops you might not actually revisit an sop for quite a while for for whatever reason you might have a service that you provide so i was thinking earlier about say providing a google my business listing Service setup, Mm -hmm. so you'd have a standard operating procedure for that. But you might sit there, and that might not get used for six months. So, as long as you go back and revisit it, because knowing Google, they're going to change everything around. They're going to change everything around, and it's not going to get called Google My Business anymore. And there's going to be all kinds of things.
3: Profile, yeah, yeah, that's
1: (laughs) it. Thank you. Uh, I couldn't even remember what the new name was, but everyone knows what GMB is. But we'll never get over to that one. But yeah, I think that you know, you just you, as long as you're revisiting these things, and they're not just sitting there in a folder somewhere getting you know dusty, um, that you are going back to them because otherwise, what you what have you what have you written it for? Yeah. So yeah.
3: Well, and you you it when you get to the point that you delegates to someone or you you bring on a team member you just have to remember that at that point they work for you and they have to use the checklist and they there's no there's no option like they they have to use the checklist and that does a couple of things one it gives you reassurance that things are being done um and not getting missed um and then also it's the first way you find out that something has changed, you know, bef- that prevents your standard operating procedures from getting out of order. Then if, you know, that person, you know, wins the lottery and quits on you the next day, you know that your SOPs are already up to date, because a lot of times what yeah. happens you'll create them, you'll hand them off to a team member, they'll, they'll think they've learned it. And then they stop using it. And then six months down the road, everything's out of date. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so there's another oh man I keep losing all these comments sorry keep them coming you guys we're loving it and yeah. um Trevor don't feel I was just kidding i we love having the chat go crazy so um oh Brenda Brenda has a comment here that I think is really important because this is something that I felt guilty of as well I wanted to have I went on my quest to have like an assistant to help me with some things project management and some other things like that and I would bring people on and want them to help me figure things out basically yeah I mean I didn't realize that's what I was doing but I was and so Brenda says here in her comment if you ever want a VA to do something for you a system process for any task must be in writing for them to follow so I mean the format is can be in a few different ways I think but if you don't have like it's not going to go well because they aren't they aren't you they don't have the same experience and knowledge that you have. They are coming in as that A stands for assistant, so they're coming yeah. to help you. You have to train them and educate them what yeah. gonna and what they're going to do. And great,
1: what a great test of your SOP as well when you put it in front of them and then as you're reading it yeah. with them. You're going, yeah, you know what I mean Wait, by that, that is this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, and then okay, so uh, Christian has a similar thing with his part-time employee. We've created checklists every time I explained him something for the first time then he goes through them nice. himself and then improves where we forgot things beautiful <laughs> that's a beautiful yeah. system yeah. because yeah. sometimes there are like real world scenarios or things that are so second nature to us that yeah. it doesn't even occur to us to write them like and then you hit the blue update button right like yeah that's it you you know there's little things that we might just not even think to include in there um, i think there's
2: also a lot of things that we do in our business that We tell ourselves are really small jobs and like, that. so for example, if someone comes on as maintenance client, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I just move them. And then like, blah, blah, blah," like whatever. But really there's a lot of processes that go on in that. And I can easily forget those. And so I think there's a lot of things in our business that we can like say, oh, that's just like a really quick thing, I don't need like a procedure for that. But then when you actually go and look at it, you realize there's like 10 different things on all different (laughs) places that I need to do. And like, if I forget to set up the uptime monitoring, that's gonna kick me in the butt later. Or if I forget to set up the backups, that's gonna kick Mm -hmm. me in the butt. And so even just having those things written down is helpful um, because it reminds you actually this is a one hour job or this is a two hour job so it helps you plan your time better but also it helps you not miss those things even if you're not physically ticking them off just having the list in front of you as you go allows you to make sure you go oh my gosh I was gonna not do the backups have you guys ever not done a like set up the backups I had a site like recently where um, thankfully it was one of those things where I went to check the backup for some other reason we didn't need it, but I was like, wow, they've been with me for three months and I haven't had oh a backup my setup oh. <laughs> and luckily I mean, it didn't hit me in that. the butt, but like it could have, right?
3: Yeah. Could've. And it's just what, what, a,
2: one of the things you need to do as a part of the checklist. So just having yeah. it there is useful. What I also
1: like to do with the, uh, so I've got one for main, for maintenance is just start kick the timer off every time i start because yeah, we've all had maintenances where you, you think you've been going on it for for a long time something's come up during during the maintenance so i found a, a bug in um one of the plugins the other day um so it literally i went in to have a check of the site health afterwards got a the critical error that you get in wordpress since 5.2 um and uh send you an email so i was looking into what had gone wrong there and i thought well i'm glad i've set the time again because i can now see how long i'm spending on this issue and problem because mm-hmm. before you know it hour and a half has gone by and you've spent way too long on a problem because it's a problem you want to deal with it you want to sort it out and it's really easy yeah. to get sucked into that so there'll be other maintenances where they're a lot quicker and actually if you if you have a maintenance which let's just say last 25 30 minutes for example and you've gone through everything all through your standard operating procedure then you can actually predict during the course of your morning you know how long it really should take you on average to get your maintenances cleared and done and then if you did have did have one that took a little bit longer then you're not getting so upset about it or worried about it I don't know about you know you guys but I've, I've done maintenances in the past and I think, it's 11 o'clock in the morning i've been going since seven or eight in the morning and and i think i've only done one what's going on what's happened (laughs) you know
0: and it might have been that i've
1: yeah it might have been i've gone off to do something else or for for 15 20 minutes but if you're timing it and you stick to it and you've got your standard operating procedure it'll keep you on track
0: i think that's it does not keep me on track i i have to use things like (laughs) timing keep track of what you're doing for you like they follow you around and be like no you spent this many minutes in this app because then i'm like a pinball machine the other thing that's kind of funny is it can help you um to sort of identify who is the best person for a job too so before we started focus the reason we started focus is because when tom and i first met also at a word camp by the way i um was talking about this little part of my business that I had set up where I'd done all this research and got hired um, someone and I trained her, I had come up with like the exact things that she had to do. She wasn't even really techie. And I just trained her how to do all the maintenance. And she would come in and like crush it out. I mean, she would average, I think, like, three or four minutes per site to do all the tasks (laughs) I like it was so fast. And so then we brought in like, uh, when we went to focus, then we brought in somebody else, we had the original Um, maintenance girl train the second one. And then we just sort of supervised and like updated where we needed because we changed some things with focus and stuff. And then we would go on and every once in a while, like it was usually out of necessity, like they were both sick or, you know, like some random thing that I would need to come in and do it where it would take them like an hour and a half or two hours. It would take me (laughs) like five. Because I'd go in and be like, well, look at this new feature managed WP has added, yeah. or well, that this client has this error on their site. And like, I just think too much, yeah. like, I'm not good. <laughs> I'm not very good at following directions. I don't just follow a list. Yeah. But that can also sort of help you identify like, it you know, things that involve a little bit of out of the box thinking are best yeah. suited for certain types of staff. And things yes. that need directions to be followed are another type of of team member. Yeah. You know, so anyway, that was another experience I've had with these.
3: Yeah, it's oh, good and stuff. It. And it it does a couple other things too to help having these. Uh two that I, I'm thinking of is one. So we have a client that uh, about six months ago um unfortunately got he, he got very, very sick. Um with uh, cancer and his wife had to take over he he owns he runs a um a drop shipping from his house fulfillment business of you know some products that he has and and makes and he always kept the 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 e-commerce side of his site up to date very regularly but he had nothing written down on how he did it and suddenly yeah. he's and 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 completely incapacitated. And his wife and kids are like, uh, what about the business? And so, you know, if you have a partner that you're doing life with and you care about them, having SOPs does help provide a layer of protection for them. Um, not saying they may be the ones that steps in and does it. I like those like like
0: explainers off. on that. Like if you have a partner and you care about them and you're doing life. <laughs> Otherwise, like, forget it, but like, yeah, yeah
3: don't worry about it. But the
1: other like thing, thing is, them, what if
3: you, yeah, yeah, what if you don't like them? Then <laughs> screw them, who cares? I mean, <laughs> run your business the way you want to, whatever. Um, but uh, the other thing it does is this is one of those things down the road. If you want to sell your business, that's yeah. what people buy okay. when they buy a business, they buy yes. a, they buy the process, the structure. and so. They yeah. buy the process and structure. That's right. So yeah. the more if you if you want your company to be valuable, it's it's got you've got to have those uh, processes in place because that's what you're that's what you're really selling. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah, um, I liked what Steve Perk said. Putting approximate timings against the task is a great idea. It helps to figure out your pricing more accurately and plan your day. So like depending on what system you use in Airtable, I've just got an approximate timing and then a timing tab and nice. so part of my procedure I use timing <laughs> I keep saying the same word which is unhelpful but I use the <laughs> app timing and then at the end of the day or at the end of a job I look at timing and it tells me how long I actually spent on that task and then I put that into the actual in my air table so I try to do an approximate of like how long I think something's going to take like an hour and it's usually pretty broad like I to take about two hours but then I put the exact timing in to my, that column. And then at the end of a complete project, it means I can see how long did I estimate this job was going to take? Like, did I guess like 25 hours or whatever? And then how long did it actually take? And then, I mean, the great thing in Airtable is then you can have like a column that um, accounts for your time in money. So then you can say, well, how much did the client pay for this? How much did all the plugins cost? How much did my time cost? What was the actual profit? actually based on time so you know there's some really nice parts about that to be able to work out is my time being profitable where am i losing money like i am losing money in maintenance or i am losing money in these jobs when i take on an events job i lose money every time or i don't make as much money every time okay let's stop like promoting that so you know there's Mm -hmm. there's great benefits to having these procedures in place Um, one of the earliest procedures i put in place in my business was time tracking And it was one of the best procedures I put in place where at the end of every day, no matter the day, even if I only work two hours of that day, I go into my app, which it used to be a different one when I started, but now I go into timing and I allocate that time to um, a different area. So I have like a different like maintenance for each of the clients so I can attach it to the client. And it means at the end of the financial year, I can see where am I spending my time? How many yep. hours am I actually working? Like, what am I actually achieving? Therefore, at the end of the financial year, I can work out, okay, well, this is how much money our family took out of that. How much is my hourly rate? Like, do you guys yep, know yep. how much your hourly rate is? That's yep. how I was able to work that stuff out through diligently every single day. I spend five minutes at the end of, end of every single day, actually accounting for my time. And it's been one of the best standard things i do every single day and it was one of the things that made me the most productive early on because i realized i was spending a lot of time on admin crap that didn't earn me money like that's easily done i was just wasting time on non-profitable tasks
1: yeah yeah is this you start a task is this going to make me money in my business today how much of my time has actually been put into that i think when you're building a website as well that um and this is something again that a lot of people uh forget about they'll they'll look at the market and they say how am I, I going to price building a website at the moment you know mm-hmm. um if you've written your standard operating procedure number one and you know the timing of it number two and you've formed this as part of your website build so if you've got all of that together then you can work out how much to charge yeah. because you'll know what you want
3: in uh, as a profit or at the end of it, at least your minimum, you know, yeah, it's a safety. Yeah, safe yeah. To me, to me, it's a safety net, because I'm still going to price it based upon, you know, really? value and, and something. you know, sure. and I may charge one client 15,000. For the same for the same exact project, I might charge somebody else five. But I need yeah. to know that even at five, I'm clearing a profit yeah. margin. But, um, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. So I, I, but it does, because I had no idea if I was making money or losing money. So, and that's
1: depending on a client as well, because a a client could be a committee and you know that if you're going to end up working with a committee, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: much Mm -hmm. as you don't want to. It's five
1: times as long. (laughs) It is. And you're going to be dealing with a whole lot of crap that you don't want to deal with, uh, which is somebody, somebody emailing you from the committee saying one thing and another committee member saying something else. So, you know, uh, and actually the project, usually I had one uh, this week, somebody contacted me and said that they were uh, looking at um, about a five month turnaround for, for a a website. And I said, I wrote back to them, I said, I'm not going to take five months to do your website. If I've got the content and I've got the images and I've got your, you know, uh, you reacting and coming back to me and all the rest of it, this will be done in six to eight weeks it's not five months i don't want yeah. to work for, on a website for five months you know oh well we've got you know we've got committee members to to to, to please and there you go so there's where your pricing will change yes you know it's going to be a long drawn out process and you will end up losing money because for every week that that website has a lag because of this we we need to meet as a committee Yeah. Um, you can't work on anything else, or you could start something, but then at some point you're going to have to go back and, and finish off their project and remember where you were at on that project and all the rest of it. And that's, that's, takes your time. Time. Yeah, your that's what takes time. You lose your flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So um, I did see something from Brenda.
2: Steffi, I hear you. Just so you know. Yeah, I
0: pushed the new button on myself.
1: I-, <laughs> I, I really like this from Brenda um and i think this sums it all up if a process needs to be done more yeah. than once create a procedure for it and write it down i think that's yeah. you know and you, and yep. we've all done it we've all been there going I've oh, done this did this a couple of weeks ago you know yeah. why didn't i write down what i did so that i don't now have to think about the whole thing again mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's you don't have to figure it out again yeah 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 and we've all done that where we've we wish sure. we wrote something down because we was in a hurry and we were just getting things done yeah. and we were winding up at the end of the day and someone's saying, Oh, yeah. we're going to get we're going out or we've got tea to make or whatever. So yeah, it's important to to do that.
3: Um And the question so yeah. we have the other thing, sorry, go ahead, Eric. I was gonna say the other thing you do is you can also. So with some of our standard operating procedures, like, we have the the main primary points, but then, you know, four or five of the points might link to a loom video, you know, yeah. where because it's just like, Nice. this thing, it's, you know, it's it's just much easier to see it done. And if yeah. I'm going to go through and oh my gosh, type out every single thing, that's that's going to be ridiculous. So there's yeah. some standard operating procedures. It's, you know, and it's generally like, if it's if, if we're interfacing with software, like if we're setting up a service, you know, we're, you know, going in and setting up, you know, pay per click for a client or something like that it's just easier to create a loom video and then just link to it. So you can use mix and match things. It doesn't have to all be text driven and and checklist and you can, you know, link to other things and, uh, you know, have, you know, a lot of our SOPs have, um, uh, copy in it, you know, for Mm -hmm. email, email template copy and and stuff like that. So, yeah,
2: I think one thing I'd love to add to my SOP that isn't in there at the moment, but would save me, A crap load of time in the future would be when I finish a project, I make my clients training videos that I should make myself one video for every project that just walks myself through the project and is yeah. like okay that is so a great this project idea. is set up in this particular way yeah. we did these particular things like we turned off your I love that and then like so say like we did lifter recently and lifter was such a learning process for me in 6 Ironically, months time if I don't do another lifter job I'm going to be kicking myself if I didn't like go back and just walk myself through kind of going, okay, this is Lifter and all the things are sitting here and we had to make sure we did this thing for this reason. And then it can just be really vague and like, you know, kind of, chatty with myself and then i just sit somewhere that would be a great sop but i think a lot of the ones that would make the biggest difference to most businesses are the ones that feel like i don't have time to do that thing right now like it'll be fine if i don't do that whatever that thing is those are the ones that actually make the difference
0: kathy fisher says she does the same she makes videos um fish do you do them for yourself like sarah does or you make them for your uh, customers. I'm curious. I think that's a great idea to make them for yourself. One um, point of caution, well, I, I will say I, with a video. Oh, go ahead. You have something, Eric?
3: Yeah, I want to, to to tag on to I just want to write that down as well. But even more so, if you have a freelancer, do something. May, ask them like, hey, make me a video now showing me how you set that up and you know the form and and they're the ones
2: that are the worst right like if someone else did it if you then got maintenance issues with a site and you didn't build it they are the ones where i'm like now i have to like did they put it in the style sheet did they put it in the divi theme options did they put it in the module did they like and you're like digging around for five hours trying to work out well oh it was with javascript and where did they put that javascript and you're like i don't know that's good i think that's a great idea eric i like it it. uh so one
0: thing that i will say as a caution is that if you it's easy to say like it's one thing for what sarah's talking about with a video about a project just so you have it documented but when you're talking about sops that are repeatable things, use caution when you use video, because if you make a big, long 15 minute video or whatever, yeah, and you need to change one step, you're in a world of hurt. You either got to yeah. get us out Premiere Pro or something like that. So, um,
1: yeah, it's big production music.
0: Yeah. at the end. <laughs> it's a real hassle Hollywood.
3: Do- Hollywood. And you don't want somebody to have to watch that video every single time because it's yeah. 15 minutes every time. A checklist is is much faster. So yeah,
2: digital boo It could just be like is a black man in, the- in the house right now.
0: What we have <laughs> oh, What in the world?
3: I'm suddenly um, nervous.
0: What? Uh, <laughs> don't worry. We can, we can kick him out, Eric. We're in charge. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we miss you, David. Yeah. Um Say
0: Hi, what? David. So, um my this is like this is my top tip is to use this app called tango and Mm -hmm. i'll put the link in for this it is uh tango.us if you're listening but we'll put it also in the i'll put it in the chat and we'll put it in the show notes as well um this is a free capital f there are it's freemium actually i believe but they it goes it will you can create a step-by-step document that includes text and video and screenshots, but it does it automatically. Like it, was, like you turn it on in the browser. It's an extension, and like you click on something, and it if you interact with the screen, it will take a snapshot and put that nice. in the thing. If you type something, it will put like typed this, and it will put the words whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it is so cool, and it will it is like the the SOP like wow amazingness. Yeah, it's perfect for that so yeah try tango for sure if you just
3: i'm gonna look at that
0: if you just got that one thing alone from this episode like trust me you it will change your life <laughs> and, i mean and sarah's thing that, ev- that the guys up here both just wrote down too of course but but that app is like epic um so wherever you're doing them though it doesn't really matter even if you're doing them on a sticky note and handing it to somebody. Like if that's what works, as long as the steps are documented, that's the important part. Um, so we've got about we've got about nine or ten minutes left. I thought perhaps we could talk about some suggestions just to give people some inspiration. Obviously, building a website, launching a website. What other kinds of things do you guys create sops for? that might give people some ideas of like, cause sometimes we just do the things and we don't really think about them in that way. Yeah. Do you, do any of you have some ideas of that?
1: Yep. So, uh, just for SEO, um, you've got, um, perhaps the SEO tool that you use, you might use, uh, might do a technical audit using that. So what's it, what that technical audit actually entails. Um, you might use, um, a standard operating procedure for creating search console and Google analytics access. So it's it's one of those things that like Sarah said just a minute ago, you think it's a five minute job and then actually yeah. when you actually start going through it and you the way I tend to do these with um, them with, with analytics and search console is everything goes it's in the client name anyway and I give myself access so that they can all at the end if there's some reason that we don't work together anymore. It's an easy divorce. Yeah. <laughs> um But
3: yeah, yeah Bruce it's kind said of
0: staff onboarding, but staff. I mean, yeah, that's when I was
3: going to bring up. Yeah, staff um, onboarding yes.
2: and offboarding,
3: and yep.
0: client
2: no, offboarding.
3: Like... Client yes. offboarding is that's one of those ones em. you
2: think is like whatevs, like that is not a big deal, but it is such a big deal. It's
1: massive. It's massive, and and it's not something that you know. It's like the thing nobody wants to talk about, isn't it?
3: Nobody wants yeah. to talk well, about, you know, um, you know. Also, your sales process, client booting. Um, <laughs> so you know Doesn't your sales mean, process.
0: Client be... booting, Chris. Does that That's mean firing mean, people? <laughs> client booting. <laughs> Love
2: it.
0: Sorry, go ahead, Eric. Sales process. Oh,
3: uh, I was I was going to say your your sales process. You know, so we're. Yeah. that's one of the ones that i'm I'm working on right now and putting in little things like you know we're you know in our sales process we're going to email out or text message however the client contacted us the day before a meeting just to, to say hey looking forward to tomorrow's meeting and it that sounds really small but you'd be surprised how many times i've had clients say hey i really appreciated that like people don't do that anymore um and then sending the follow sending a thank you email for the follow-up from the meeting that kind of stuff especially again if you're going to hand off sales um it's those little things that create the culture of your company you want to make sure those are in the sop as well because culture trumps vision and so you may have this vision that my company my business you know we're going to provide the best customer service well the culture trumps that. Yeah. So if you don't have systems in place to make sure those little things are happening, it's the little things that go that stop first asking for a, a review for a client, ask him to leave you a Google review. One of the first things people forget to do yet, you you need fresh reviews, yeah. or you do um, it and then
2: you forget to follow it up. So like, I yeah. really like I think this stuff is really, really important, Eric. And, but I think you need to not just have SOPs in terms of then getting someone else to do it, but you might think it's really important and you might do it when you have one sales thing on the go at a time. But once you have five sales things on the go at a time, you are going to forget some of those things. Like you just are, you can't remember those things. And so having a system, whatever your system is, uh, where it becomes a to-do so if you can have any sort of to-do that has like a workflow system where once you tick off something the next thing becomes active i think is really important and so it's that thing of okay i've booked in the sales call so there is now a current active task that says send a reminder email one day before and it's sitting there and until you've done it it's sitting there in your to-do or like you send the email to say hey give us a review but then you have a task that says, check, we received the review. You can keep delaying that like to do it, but it stays in your to-do until you have followed them up and you got that review. I think my brain certainly is not good enough (laughs) to keep all this stuff in it and to keep doing it. So even if you don't want to bring someone else on, even just for yourself, if it is not in my to-do list, I will forget it tomorrow. I just will. Like my brain is not good enough to remember to follow the things up or if i decide not to do it today that it's there to remind me to do it tomorrow i need that stuff like i'm just not well and
3: i've got i've got like you know things i have to do for like bookkeeping purposes or things like that they're like once a month you know or, or once a quarter and i i just completely forget um yeah. to do it but the like the quarterly wins I forget how I did it. Like, how do I log yeah. into that site yeah.
1: again? And, and that's time. That's time you're wasting again, isn't it? It's like yeah. I've done this already. Why? Why am I? Why didn't I write this down? <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Well, and I think I think we already shared. But like Brent said, if you're going to do something more than once, yeah. start a yeah. documentation. You know, somehow. Do you know
2: what one I did recently that is took me hours to do? Hours and hours and hours. But next time it will save me hours and hours and hours for like forever moving forward is having a link to where my client's domain name account is. I know this sounds really silly, but I have two places I, I registered domain names and every time I open both of them and then I like look through and see which one they're sitting inside every single time. I reckon I've spent hours my whole life or then suddenly realizing, no, I don't manage that domain. They manage that domain. So recently I went through every single maintenance client and added the link into Airtable. So I just click on the link, but yeah. also added, do I pay for it? Do they pay for it? Yeah. Like it yeah. seems like yeah. such Who a silly little thing.
0: Where is the DNS? Where is it hosted? Who's in charge of that account? I where
2: like, I, I waste things- so much time on this stuff. Yep, Looking back have- in emails, where is that thing? Like and I then you, to get, spend you get
1: twice twice minutes. as annoyed with yourself yeah you get twice as annoyed with yourself because yeah. you think I, I i've got a mature business and that's the sign of a mature business isn't it seriously so it's not like you've got yeah. you know 15 clients and you're growing and so you've got the 15 in your head you get to the 60 70 80 90 mark and and it starts to you don't you're not going to know and yeah. some people say to you It's like somebody says, you know, I spoke to you a couple of weeks ago about such and such. And you're thinking, no, don't remember that (laughs) because in the interim, you've been dealing with so many other things. But also, if you're not doing standard operating procedures, then it's harder to remember because your brain is so busy trying to remember these things that you didn't write down. You know,
2: one thing I've got (laughs) in place recently that I put it in place for that very reason is when I send an email to a client, like you know i sent them the designs or i've sent a follow-up email i i write that in my slack channel to sophie so she doesn't really need to know that i sent the email but i write it in there because then when we both go back to the channel and go where is that project up to we can go okay well i sent the email to so i don't have to go to my email and see did i send the email to the client i can see in the thing i sent a follow-up email we're still waiting to hear from them. That's for me. That's not really for Sophie. That's for me so that I remember in the future.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: So Joan says she's got a dedicated client document attached to their card on Trello. I assume that's so she could put those kind of notes right there, which is a really Mm. smart idea Mm. to be able to say like. We give ourselves too
2: much credit, right? Like we assume we will remember things in the future. And we should give ourselves as much credit as like a junior assistant where we, like, we just don't assume we're ever going to remember how to do anything or ever remember to do anything. And we should just assume that. And then we I always feel like a winner. I,
0: yeah. yeah. I, I always assume that I'm going to make the wrong choices. Yeah. Me and Mike were yeah. talking <laughs> earlier. I, my, my light came on too bright, My and I'm like, it's it's on like alexa and i can't remember what it was named and i'm like when you have smart devices but you're dumb like we should do an episode on that like what are you doing (laughs) you're dumb but your house is smart so yeah Yeah. oh never assume that you are gonna be smart because we've got oh we got big brain stuff going on you know you guys we can't remember all those little piddly details and also writing all these things down documenting all these things being able to delegate them the other thing that it can do like a little fun side effect is it makes you realize like i know a lot of stuff like i am getting crap done around here i've got a lot of things that i have learned Mm -hmm. i've come a long way i have experience and expertise it can be a real boost to make you feel like hey wait a minute i do kind of know what i'm doing so um david blackman the digital buddha has one important message for everybody and that is to smash that (laughs) like button
1: it's only four our
0: our hype men our hype men aren't uh in the chat tonight i don't think getting everybody to smash it and while we're at it if you guys would be so kind to go on whichever app or platform you are listening and or watching to leave us a review give us some stars you guys, come on! It means so much. If you want to um, request an episode, hit us up at any of our various sundry URLs, or go post it on the Divi Chat Facebook page. We yeah. all check that all the time, so you can basically you can reach us.
1: We're here. Yeah, and we and right? we do have a, a requested episode coming up. So oh
0: oh what yeah that's right. Do you want to yeah. tease it?
1: Let's tease it, shall we? But not tell anyone. <laughs>
0: Just tease it but not just tell me what it is yeah, i can't remember because uh, you know I'm, i got big brain stuff going on <laughs> that's right you got out my brain.
1: Going
0: on. <laughs> i can't <laughs> remember that that's it's documented <laughs> so i don't have to do <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys um we are up our time is up this was a fun chat this this isn't something that is a super heavy or a deep or overly technical episode but gosh i think all of us can definitely you could see by the way we're talking about it that if you just Give these things a go. These little SOPs can really make a, a big difference in your business. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. David suffers from CRS. He can't remember stuff. What, can't remember or stuff. something like that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, you guys have a great week. Everybody, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I I I'm sorry. We're still here. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> now it's awkward. <laughs> Okay, I'm doing the right one now, bye.